Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. Can you believe it's week seven? We're just about a month away from the start of the Ohio High School football playoffs, and we got a special game as our WCPO 9 Game of the Week, 3-3 three and three Moeller taking on 4-2 and two Elder. I'm here at the pit. I'm going to be talking about this game, not only implications in the GCL South, but also in Division One Region 4 computer point standings. Well, we had a special matchup last week as uh, Anderson defeated Winton Woods 20-13 at Charles L. Brown Stadium, and that was a, a huge matchup between two Eastern Cincinnati Conference powerhouses, also two teams that were the top the division two region eight computer point standings brody berg a senior running back for anderson scored two touchdowns meanwhile anderson's defense really stepped up a freshman linebacker antoine higgins with a key interception that set up berg's second touchdown proved to be the difference in the game in the second half for anderson as they snapped winton woods 18 game regular season win streak so obviously a very significant win for coach evan dreyer as always, this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is brought to you by Greater Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A Restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Well, Elder has back-to-back -back wins over two St. X teams. They're talking about Louisville, St. Xavier, and Cincinnati, St. Xavier the past two weeks. A special comeback victory over the Bombers last week at RDI Stadium, 32-31 to in overtime as senior quarterback Ryan Brass scored the game-tying touchdown and then the go-ahead two-point conversion on a, uh, a touchdown run up the middle as the Panthers prevail in that big-time GCL South matchup. Now they have a chance to tie for the GCL South title this week. Uh, obviously, uh, they'd have to win this game and then defeat LaSalle in Week 10, but uh, the Panthers certainly, as Coach Doug Ramsey says, they persevered, they never stopped fighting, and Ryan Brass really the epitome of a tough quarterback here for this elder football team this season. So uh, a lot at stake in this game and how about I go down to the field here and talk to head coach Doug Ramsey about this big time matchup. Obviously uh, got a great uh, matchup Friday night WCPO 9 football game of the week. Uh, Moeller at Elder. Um, before we kind of talk about that I mean obviously a great comeback victory in overtime at St. X uh, last Friday. Coach um, what can you say about just the way you guys fought and persevered throughout that game? Well, I think that's the thing. You know, our guys just kept fighting. You know, we you know, we, we, we started off slow, and they kind of changed the way they played. You know, they, 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 they junked their offensive system, and they lined up with big guys and just tried to pound the ball down our throat and, and, and obviously had success doing that. And uh, But we, our guys hung in there, and we, we kept, you know, we just kept fighting, fighting, got the game in overtime, and, you know, decided that, you know, they got the ball first, they score, and we're going to go for two, you know, because I, I don't. I don't think we were going to stop him at that point. So, so you know, Ryan Brass gets it in, and that was it was a very good win for us. You've seen Ryan's leadership, and you know how resilient your team is. But what specifically did you learn about your team in that moment? Maybe you know, with everything on the line, whether it be that two-point conversion or just late in the game. Just, just that you know, just that. I'll be honest with you. At the beginning of the season, I thought we could have a pretty good football team, but I wasn't sure how tough we were. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think games like that show show that that toughness, the physical toughness, but the mental toughness. You know, it's you know we were down, we were down, and we had to go 80 yards to take the lead, and then and then I'll just call it a clock malfunction. Um, gave them an opportunity to uh, to get in field goal range and and, and, and tied, and then they score first in overtime. But yet we responded and and and, and won the game. Obviously, big game here Friday night. Doesn't you know? <laughs> They're all big games in the GCL, we all know that, but 
I mean, what's your message to the guys as you prepare for Friday? You know, we just got play. You know, it's it's you know, I, I think last year we kinda went down a nipper and laid an egg. You know, if you think about that game last year, they scored, we scored. They scored, we went down, had an opportunity to score dead. Next play they they break off like a ninety yard run and then we fumble the kickoff, they score, we fumble the kickoff, they score. They kick off to us again, we fumble the first play and they score, you know, and it was just it just got it just got out of control and and so you know we just got to, you know, just play. We, we, we've been in big games this year, you know. Difference, too, is we're playing on our home field, you know. So uh, so we just got to just gotta play our game. I, I think we've got a good team. They've got a really good team. And obviously, they, I think they've got the best player in the state at running back in Jordan Marshall. So, you know, uh, you don't ever stop a guy like that. That's just, we just got to try to contain him. We can't let him have, you know, five, six, seven big runs or, or you're going to be in trouble. Does it seem like it's been many years that you've been game planning against him? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it reminds me of uh, of uh, oh shoot, I forget the, the, the kid that said Ohio State knows that went in woods. Uh, it seemed like gosh, we, coach gets this guy twelve times. You know how I many? You know, so it, it's the same thing. And they're they're, you know, again, he's like Mayan Williams and how hard he runs. He's just such a. Uh, it's fun to watch, but it, it, it's scary to prepare for because he's he, he's such a great competitor. You know, that's the thing about him. He's he's got a lot of skill. Um, you know, the the God given part, but but he makes it better because he's just the way that he he plays the game. What's different about their offense this year compared to maybe past couple of years? Um, not you know what it's 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 similar. Um, they're still running a lot of um, a lot of, of the of the zone play and and and, and counter and. and uh, so it's 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 pretty similar. It's it's the same that they're giving the ball to him a lot. So you know that that's that's the key. Talking about you guys a little bit more. I mean, you mentioned Ryan Brass. I mean, you had three quarterback candidates. He was one of three this summer. Um, but um, can you talk a little bit more about him and just how he's emerged and developed and grown, not only as a quarterback but as a leader of this team too. Yeah, I think you know that's the thing. I think first of all, he's he's a kid that. That the other guys rally around. I, I think in week one when we played Pick North out here, uh, he had a great game. He took a beating, and and you know he was running people, just doing all these you know just physical physical game. He turned his ankle a little bit. He was limping around, but he just kept going. And he kept going, and I, and I think I think his teammates looked around at that point and were like, yeah, that's 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 our guy. That's our quarterback, and it's a guy we can rally around. And you know we have a thrown it a bunch. I mean, the, the, the two games we probably had thrown the most uh, with him were the were the Eds game and then and then against Exeter. And I threw it 34 times, you know, and threw for, you know, well, about 240 yards. So I think that's the thing. People always just thought he was a runner, um, but he's got that ability to, to, to throw the ball as well. He's really good in the RPO game. Uh, you know, that's kind of our short passing game. It's We're going to spread you out, and if you cover people, he's going to he's going to run. We're going to run power or draw. And you know, if 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 you, if you leave a guy open, he's he's going to hit him. He's just a good decision maker, and 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 like I said, I, I just think the way he plays, you you you, if you're another player, you you can't not play hard. Yeah. You know, when your quarterback is doing the things that he does, um, I, I think you know that 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 plays into the way that you've got to play the game as well. What have you seen from your O line supporting him? Oh, you know, really good. I, I think, and, and they know it too. They, they they love blocking for him because they can make a mistake and he can still make a play out of it. But, but I think they realize if they get if they can get a hat on a hat that we're going to get positive plays. It's always going to be a good play because, you know, he's good enough that if they just give him a little bit of a lane, 
you know, he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna always be going forward um, when he's got the ball in his hand. What do you think this game comes down to Friday night? Well, we got to limit the big plays. I, you know, that, that that's huge, and we we've, we've got to do a good job on offense. You know, that was the thing the other night against Dex. Our first two drives, we had opportunities to to, to move the ball, and we had some drop passes, and 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 Ryan missed a wide open. You know, it was a third and ten, got an easy completion for a first down, and so we we we've got to do that. We we were great. We ended up eight of eleven on third down on Friday, and, we, and we've got to be that way. So the big thing for us is. It's being good on first and second down, so we've got third and shorts, and 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 uh, and, and we've got to, we've got to possess the ball. Um, we just can't go three plays in a punt and keep putting our defense out there against them because they'll they'll score a lot of points. Coach, really appreciate it. All the best to you Friday night. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm I'm Ryan Brass. I'm a senior quarterback. Ryan, tell us a little bit about uh, before we kind of talk about Friday night and our game of the week. Uh, just how the season's going for you as we head into week seven. It's going pretty good. We, we've played a bunch of good teams this year. We lost uh, Eds by one, and we lost Pick North. They're both ranked one and three in the state. So, like one possession or a couple plays from that game could have turned the outcome how we wanted it. But it was a good experience for our team, and it makes us feel like we can stick with whoever. I was gonna say, what did you learn in those games that you've kind of applied now as we kind of hit the stretch run of the regular season? Um, we, we learned a lot. We learned that we can really stick with whoever, and I mean they have a bunch of guys who are committed all different places and we can play with whoever that's where we learn. Elder had three quarterback candidates this summer you were one of them um, tell us how you emerged how you won the starting job and maybe how you earned the confidence of your teammates too. Yeah it was a battle I mean I, they look up to me now that I won it but it was about throughout the whole entire offseason I was just working every day. Tell me what went into it like how you worked to earn that starting position. Um, so we have we have film from practice every day I just make sure I knew our whole, our whole offense and make sure I was at my top speed when I was running and conditioning and make sure I put myself in the best position to compete. I understand you um, returned kicks last year. Yeah. Tell me about your role last year as a junior. So last year we had two senior quarterbacks, so I had no chance of playing quarterback. And then we had some linebackers go down, so I moved the linebacker. And then they just put me a kick returner, so I, had, I was back there returning kicks. So how does it feel from junior year in that dual role of sorts to now being the elder starting quarterback your senior year. How special is that, knowing the spotlight's on you? It's nice. I mean, I get a bunch of credit, but I like giving it to my linemen and my receivers. You know, I'm the only getting the credit. Does anything phase you, Ryan? No. I can tell in your face. Just tell me about the poise that you have here on the field. Um, I mean, it's just I, I want to compete with whoever. I don't really care that they have DBs going to all these D1 schools. I mean, I, I trust our receivers that are going to win on the route. What goes through your mind? You got you scored the game-tying touchdown. You line up for that two-point conversion last Friday night. Kind of walk me through that sequence if you could. So we we scored right there, and then I didn't know if Coach Ramsey was going to go for two or not. I was hoping he did go for two. I, I was excited when he went for two. I, I mean, I knew I was going to end up running the ball and I trusted, I knew we were going to get the two point because I trusted our line to be better than their D line and it worked out exactly how we wanted to. What was that feeling like when you get in the end zone? It was great. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's at St. X, nothing like winning at St. X and just to win by one point over time, it's, it's amazing. How do you transition or how do you, how quickly have you transitioned into now preparing for Friday night, Moeller, they have an opportunity to win the GCL South outright. You guys have an opportunity to at least tie it with a win. Uh, take me through how you've planned for this game. Yeah, so I, it's we just beat X. It's momentum now. 
and we won, but it's on to the next week, and we got to prepare for them. That's what we've been doing. We already watched film, so we know how we can beat them and what we need to do. Great. Where are the keys for you guys? What, what do you think this game comes down to from your standpoint? I think it comes down to be, being more physical and being able to do what, what we want to do and not let them control what they want to do. How nice is it to be here at home and probably having a very large crowd on Friday night? It's going to be nice. I mean, I, I don't want to play Mount St. Joe and it's nothing like the pit. So we should have a big crowd, probably our biggest crowd of the year for them. How does that energize you, knowing you have the student section, you got everything, you know, right? right in front of you as far as uh, rooting on the Panthers. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's like building off their energy. They, I mean, they get this place loud. It's a like Coliseum, so it bounces off the energy, so it's good. Very cool. How special is a Friday night here at the pit? It's, it's the best stadium. It's the best place to play a game. It's amazing. Appreciate it, Ryan. Good luck to you on Friday night. By the way, the 16 touchdowns for senior quarterback Ryan Brass is the most since 2021 when Drew Ramsey, Doug's son, uh, had 16 touchdowns rushing all season long. So certainly Ryan Brass on a trajectory of really uh, putting his name out there and in, in, in certainly a memorable season statistically and obviously more importantly trying to lead the Panthers uh, back to Canton for the first time since 2003. Meanwhile, how about Moeller? 3-3 three three record, but not indicative of the way the Crusaders have been playing. Back-to-back uh, -back victories, not only defeating St. X two weeks ago, but then LaSalle last week. Remember, they started the season 1-3, playing four straight Indiana opponents. And I uh, talked to Coach Burt Bathiani this week, and uh, he said that uh, maybe the turning point was that loss at East Central September 1st. Got kind of punched in the mouth, he admitted. Uh, but uh, the Crusaders looked themselves in the mirror on both sides of the ball and decided, hey, we're a very good football team if we play our brand of football. He said, I hear a lot of outside noise, but uh, they stayed true to the message uh, of the players believing in themselves. And uh, obviously, talented quarterback, sophomore Matt Ponatowski. Everybody knows about senior running back Jordan Marshall. Uh, but uh, both sides of this ball have really stepped up. Now the Crusaders have an opportunity for an outright GCL South title uh, for the second straight season, but they know they have to take care of business right here at the pit on Friday night. It's going to be a, a raucous atmosphere here as uh, the, these two GCL South teams have uh, deep aspirations for playoff runs. Some other games to watch on Friday night, of course, Kings at Winton Woods. Remember, Kings trying to bounce back from that loss to Anderson last week. Meanwhile, Kings defeated West Claremont. Uh, last week as well, 21 to seven. Uh, but remember these two teams kind of have a history with uh, meeting each other in the postseason. Uh, Kings defeated Wenton Woods in the Division II regional semifinal a year ago. So certainly the, uh, the Warriors and the Knights will be uh, locked in battle for a great ECC showdown. Let's go to the GMC where Hamilton and Middletown, two GMC longtime rivals, they're gonna be going at it. Uh, Hamilton, uh, outstanding season under uh, head coach RV Crouch. Uh, they had an overtime victory over Fairfield last week. Meanwhile, Middletown uh, resurging under uh, head coach Don Simpson. They lost to Mason last week, but still a three and three record. So anything uh, can happen in that matchup. I'd like to mention Baden and Carroll, undefeated Baden. They have a 34 game regular season win streak entering this week as they take on the Patriots. And how about Blanchester? taking on Williamsburg. Williamsburg is undefeated. If you haven't read about senior quarterback J.J. Miller, he has set the school's all-time career touchdown passing mark. Miller had six touchdown passes last week in that win against Fayetteville. Remember, he threw for eight touchdowns uh, in a game earlier this year in a 30-point win over Hillsboro. So uh, certainly uh, the Wildcats have a lot going for them in Division VI, Region 24. But hey, make sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube, and we'll have all the highlights for you on WCPO 
Football Friday with Caleb No and Marshall Kramsky. But again, thanks for watching and listening. Talk to you next week.